Welcome to Balance Your Life, a podcast designed to motivate you to begin and maintain your health and wellness journey. My name is Megan Farrell. I'm the creator of the Balance by Megan brand, host of this podcast, yoga enthusiast and teacher, motivational and lifestyle speaker, and blogger. I love inspiring and empowering others to live a more positive, successful, healthier, and happier lifestyle. If this sounds like you, you're in the right place. Let's do this. Happy Monday, everyone. It is a long weekend here in Canada, the Civic Long Weekend. So I wanted to keep this episode super sweet, super short. It is another solo episode, and today I am sharing with you the five books that have inspired me to keep practicing yoga. They have to do with meditation. They're not long or lengthy books by any means, and there are so many more books that have made an impact in my life when it comes to mindset um, that also include some yoga perspective, law of attraction, meditation, However, these were ones that kind of made an appearance in my life when I first started taking my yoga teacher training and I absolutely fell in love with them and I keep coming back to them. They're ones that I plan to read over and over and over again. So I thought that this episode, I would share them with you. So number one in my book repertoire is the Bhagavad Gita. And this is the the walkthrough for Westerners version by Jack Hawley. It is not the true Bhava Gita, which I believe is like thousands of pages long. However, this was one that we were encouraged to read in our 200-hour yoga teacher training. And it was one that I didn't initially get at first. I remember reading it and just... Liking the story, like thought, thinking it was a really neat story, but I didn't get it. And it wasn't until we did a group discussion in one of our YTT circles and someone kind of shed a light on to what their interpretation of, of the book was. And when I stood back and kind of looked at it from that angle, it made complete and total sense to me. So the Bhava Gita, the Westerner walkthrough version is kind of, it, it's a story of this this man, this person who is given a soul purpose, and he, he doesn't really understand it. He knows he has this duty to do, but in his mind, people are going to get hurt. There's going to be a lot of turmoil. There's going to be a lot of quote-unquote violence that goes on, and he doesn't understand if it, all of this is worth it. And when it was brought to my attention that you know, it starts off with them, him and his family being kind of shunned into the forest. And it was meant to be, you know, we're all given a life purpose in life. And whether we choose to walk it and to serve others and to focus on service is one thing, or if we choose not to. But if we choose to do our sole purpose, I mean, we all know it. You, it's not usually a straight line, a straight roller coaster. It, it has ups and downs. And sometimes you fight with yourself. Sometimes you fight with family. Sometimes you fight with your mind and friends and others. Other people influence you. So this book was a story of how the gentleman um, has to, and I'm not going to give away too much of it because I really want you to go and read it. He 
has the sole purpose. He needs to take back the kingdom and he has to fight his family and he has to fight other people's beliefs for something that he truly believes in. It's a really great book. It's like I said, it's not always the easiest read, but it's if you have somebody who can kind of shed the light or, hey, reach out to me and I'm more than happy to talk about it with you about the differences and how you can view it from a different perspective and how much that changed the game for me when reading this book. So the Bhavad Gita, a walkthrough for Westerners by Jack Hawley. The second book that was kind of given to me as a going away gift when I left my corporate job was Wits and Wisdom from the Mat. So it's 125 peaceful poses, mindful musings, and simple tricks for leading a Zen life by Rachel Scott. It's one of these books. It's kind of like one of those coffee books. Uh, it's small, but it you can pick it up literally like on any page. I just opened it and it's a picture of a quote and someone laying in a hammock and it says, let go of the past, let go of the future. Now allow your breath and body to return you to the present moment. So there's quotes in it. There's little poses that you can do. It kind of explains everything. Uh, again, I just opened it. So here's some information on bridge pose, lunge with back, back bends. Um, there's breathing techniques. There's asana poses. It's a really cute book and it's a super easy read. You can kind of pick it up. You can read a page a day or what have you. And um, yeah, it's a cute little book. So I, I put it up there because I like reading it. The third book is 10% Happier, How I Tamed the Voice in My Head, Reduced Stress Without Losing My Edge, and Found Self-Help That Actually Works, A True Story by Dan Harris. I preach this book to every person who talks about meditation, is thinking about doing meditation, is already doing meditation. This book was incredible. It is a little bit older. I think it's from 2010, but... It's it's a story about, it's a little bit of an autobiography, so you kind of get to know who Dan Harris is, and if you don't know who he is, um, again, this is 2010, so I'm not 100% sure, but he is like an ABC anchor. Anyways, he talks about his story with being a news reporter, a crime reporter, and how it led him kind of down a dark path, and how he kept interviewing people and asking them about meditation and whether it would really help him and it's a really really good book and he doesn't come across he's a very real person he doesn't say like meditation absolutely changed my life like it's I'm always in bliss he's like it literally made me 10% happier and I think that's something that everybody can relate to so I'm a big big fan of it he also has a podcast 10% happier it's really good so you guys should go listen to it the fourth book is Bringing Yoga to Life, The Everyday Practice of Enlightened Living by Donna Fari. She has another book, Yoga Mind, Body, and Spirit, which seems to be a little bit more popular, especially for those kind of new to the practice of yoga. However, we also read this one in yoga teacher training, and I loved it. It talks about her journey of doing yoga falling in love with yoga and then teaching it, but also how we can live the lifestyle of yoga and what that looks like in an everyday perspective. She kind of breaks down the yoga sutras, which I didn't incorporate into this list of books. I do think it is a great book. However, 
it's a heavy, heavy read. And I remember when I was first reading it, not understanding a lot of it. It's just kind of the way that it's presented. I mean, I go back to it every now and then. And I'm like, okay, I understand it now. But it's it's a lot easier to read it in like when other people break it down, if that makes sense. That makes sense, right? So yeah, uh, Donna breaks down some of the sutras in a more tangible, digestible way and how we can incorporate them in our daily life. The fifth book that I wanted to put in this list of yoga books, it's 1001, 1001 Pearls of Yoga Wisdom, Take Your Practice Beyond the Mat by Liz Lark. And this was recommended to me by one of my 300-hour yoga teacher, yoga teacher, yoga teachers, there we go. And she referenced this book because it has, like the wit and wisdom from the yoga mat book, it has, it's very digestible. It has a lot of information on yoga poses and asanas and the benefits of it and breathing poses and mantras. It has... It's got a little bit of everything in it. I really, really like it. I actually read this entire book on a plane going to Hawaii. It's super easy, super digestible. It's beginners can pick it up and understand any, any and all of it. It's like it's a really small. It's it's got girth, <laughs> like it's a heavy book, but it's a small book. So this is something too that you can kind of just slip into your purse, into your gym bag. It talks about like yoga nidra and meditation. It talks about, like I said, the yoga poses and the benefits of it. It talks about different forms of yoga asana. It talks about boosting energy, all that good stuff. I actually really, really like this book. And this is something that I leave kind of just around the house. So anybody and everybody can kind of pick it up and just like turn to a page and read a little bit of something about yoga. There's another book that didn't quite make the list because I don't really consider it a yoga book, although I always kind of come back to like what makes a yoga book a yoga book, but it is You Are a Badass by Jen Sincera. It's got a longer term than that. Uh, I lent it to my mom, so I actually don't have an Ami right now. Um, So You Are a Badass, How How to Live Your Life something along those lines. You can look it up. It's a yellow book. She's got three of them. You are a badass. The first one, you are a badass at making money, which is also a great one. And then you are a badass every damn day, I think. Anyway, so this book is awesome. I've read it like three or four times. I always come back to it. It It's more mindset, I would say, than like an actual yoga book, which is why I didn't quite make the list. But it really does. It talks about the law of attraction. It talks about meditation and how that can be in benefit. It talks about setting yourself up and living a great life. So I really, really do love that book. I encourage it. I encourage everybody to read it. I think it's a great book. She's funny. She's got a really good sense of humor. So there's a lot of like humor throughout the book, but it's also super digestible. It's a super easy read. And I really absolutely love it so that's kind of like a bonus in this five yoga books that you should be reading so I hope you loved this episode I hope you gained some value from it if you have these books reach out to me and let me know 
which one is your favorite, what you love about the books that you have. Let me know if there's any others that I should be incorporating into this list, any other books that should be making. Maybe we'll do a top 10 and I'll make it a little bit more about yoga and mindset and meditation. So I think that would be a really cool topic to discuss. I love reading books. Uh, There's something about just holding a tangible book in your hand and being able to read the words on the page. So I'm a big, big, big fan of podcasts. So maybe we'll do another one on podcasts as well. But these are the five books that I think every yoga practitioner or new to yoga person should be reading, beginner should be reading. Yeah, let me know your thoughts and I will leave that with you. So I hope you have a great Monday off. If you happen to have the weekend off, I hope you had a great long weekend and you enjoyed the civic holiday. If you loved this podcast episode or others and you gained any value from them, I would love if you could take a moment to rate and review the show, share it with your fellow yogis, share it with your friends who are looking for some inspiration, and I will see you next week. Namaste.